Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we were joined by Martin Kellner, squad number nine, who looked at some uh, sport on TV. TV very much the theme because we looked at the non-sporting telly as always yeah, with, with Mike, uh, Ward. Mike Ward. We had a and chat. We had a bit of a chat, didn't we? As always, yeah. we um, we got into the subject of tennis, and you were very dismissive of someone's world <laughs> ranking, as you'll discover. So uh, I think that should do. You hear it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Uh, good afternoon, Paul. And I very much enjoyed earlier in the week a tweet from uh, David Cross to uh, Moose, who was his birthday. David Cross, the former West Ham striker. The former Norwich West Ham striker, striker yes. Yeah. Not David Cross, the plumber. And he well, said... It's not that uncommon a name. I bet you there's a David Cross out there. I bet you... Everybody called David Cross... <laughs> For real, yeah. tell us what you do for a living. <laughs> so Andy can't say like it's not like Eusebio. <laughs> yeah, you say what? No, not Eusebio the plumber. If you're called David Cross, just well, tell us what you do. It's very likely that it would be as Moose is such a massive West Ham fan. It's more likely to be David Cross, the former West I Ham. I think you're player. assuming too much, Andy. <laughs> anyway, not he said for to, the first time. He said to him, "A happy birthday to my very good, extraordinarily, wonderfully, extremely good friend." Beat that, he says. Oh, right, OK. So he tried to out-moose-moose. Moose. No, well was done to good, him. Good effort by yeah. him. And a fabulous end to the birthday spread yesterday with Charlie sulking like mad because he thought he was going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so bad, isn't he? And he then just, he won. He made himself look very <laughs> poor, didn't he? <laughs> he but did. he doesn't care. For him, a win's a win. <laughs> That's he bad. He really doesn't care <laughs> at all, does he? And uh, there's another person attempting to denigrate Harry Kane's record. I don't know why people have feel the need to do this, Blake wrote to the Sun. Harry Kane has become Tottenham's all-time top scorer. But take away his penalties, would he be anywhere near Jimmy Greaves' total? Yes, because Jimmy Greaves took virtually the same amount of penalties for Tottenham as he did. But don't let it bother you. Yeah. It's incredible. Sounds like what you said on Monday, that yeah. basically all of his and uh, and Son's goals have counted for absolutely nothing. Ah, but that's different. <laughs> that means lack of trophies. That, that's not. I'm not denigrating the uh, the actual scoring of okay. the goals. I'm, well, just I'm making, surprised you didn't just write making that. The point. You didn't write that just to the start. The point. Right. Uh, very good win for the uh, Chelsea women last night after West Ham got a good result against Arsenal on the weekend and, and goalless draw. But then last night Chelsea put seven past them. I know. Sam Kerr got not, uh, four goals. I, I was thinking, can she give Kai Havertz a striker session? Yeah. Honestly, be good. She, she's much better than him. Can you just pop her over onto the other training? <laughs> 
the pitch and, uh, and take him through it, the basics. I'll swap two of those goals at West Ham last night for the ones at West Ham on Saturday, no yeah. question. Yeah, we're going to have a chat about that game a little bit later on, uh, of course, because it is mm. our commentary match here on the Talk Sport, the game day uh, game. And we will be looking at that match and a number of others with Stan Collymore. We'll have one of our commentators joining us. We'd like you to join us as well. In fact, you could register mm. your interest now. We're going to need you at quarter of three for ten minutes to take on Stan and our commentator. And the games we're covering are West Ham-Chelsea, our first match tomorrow lunchtime. Leicester Spurs, live on TalkSport 2 tomorrow afternoon. I'll be listening. And then on Monday night, the Merseyside derby. Everton going there in a in slightly better frame of mind than they probably would have done before last Saturday against Arsenal. And that is Monday. So that should um, be good. 03717 Call us now. Call you back. And we will need you at, yeah, quarter to three for ten minutes. Now, I was reading about this tennis player today, uh, oh. a guy called Alexander Bublik. And uh, it's great. Really? Yeah. He's <laughs> a member of the Bublik. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Francis' favourite. Bublik uh, image. Yeah, exactly. A Bublik. Do you want uh, TV formats for what's his name? Bublik. What's his surname? Alexander Bublik. Alexander Bublik. <laughs> okay, then. Let's get some TV formats for I Alexander I thought we were doing Bublik. Felix Organ today. Well, I mean, I think that is fraught with problems, but we can if you like. Right. Well, he just, said, he, he said on Sky that he'd signed an extension. I thought somebody's having a joke there. Yeah. Seriously. Who is Felix Organ, Andy? <laughs> He's a Hampshire cricketer. Okay. An all-rounder, I believe. What, what do they call him in the dressing room? Hammond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, ha- he that would be shortened to Hammo, Hammy. I, I don't know. I had an app for him, the organ grinder. But there yeah. we go. <laughs> okay, now, fair enough. We'll, um, we'll put that to him. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting back to Alexander Bublik. Oh, yeah. And he smashed three records of records, three rackets. Oh, okay. In a raging, it'd be good if he smashed three records, three rackets in a raging meltdown. Yeah. And I was thinking, he's 50th in the world. Thinking, What's the point, mate? You're not even that good. It <laughs> reminded me of why I gave up tennis. I gave up tennis because I... I you gave I, up tennis because you couldn't crack the top 50 no, in the because world. because I broke a racket and I thought, this is pathetic and I've got to give this sport up. I find that quite hard I to smash believe. smash the racket. Everything about, a really your, expensive no, Andy, racket. everything about your persona <laughs> as somebody who watches and loves sport never led me to think that you could be petulant when you played it. It's strange that. I'm sure the listeners felt the same. Incredible, isn't it? They wouldn't have felt that. So you smashed the racket up, did you, Mm. in anger? I did. Was it a bad shot? Just a terrible shot? I've never played since. That That was it. it. You decided the anger issues. Well, I played played a shot. It went into the net. I was so angry with myself. I smashed the racket and I thought, oh, this is is pathetic. I'd say in the top 50, I don't know. We're going to ask, Mm. we'll ask Barry Cowan, not the plumber but the former Davis Cup player and <laughs> Liverpool fan and tennis. We'll ask him a little yeah. bit later on. OK. If you're in the top... What are you earn in a year if you're the 50th best? Oh, probably quite quite a lot of money. I mean, said he's not even that good. Well, he's, he's in, in the, the top, top 50. How many top table... Sorry, not table tennis players, but how many t- tennis players are there generally? Well, would you say I'm in the top 50 of the world's record uh, radio presenters? <laughs> oh, no. no. I oh, no. So what the am I world's, talking <laughs> The world's? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're you're barely in the top fifty in this studio, <laughs> in this whole company. Or That's right. So, Britain. so if I suddenly started, you know, dismantling the microphone, yeah. because things had gone wrong, that would look pathetic. Because I'm not that good. Every time we made a mistake, I mean, how many microphones would you have smashed up? You've been up Roger <laughs> quite, Daltrey. Quite a lot, really. Been amazing, wouldn't it? Anyway, Felix Organ, we'll we'll put him to work. Um, David Cross, uh, Neil in Waltham Abbey. My driving instructor was called David Cross. Cr- Cross, I can't even sm- <laughs> smashing up the mic. You're not in the David top fifty. Either. I'm not I'm definitely not in the top fifty. Um, he was actually always quite cross. He tells me. Oh, was he? Um, <laughs> That's good. 
But there, so David Cross, not the driving instructor then. <laughs> Very good then. OK, one of my music <laughs> teachers was called David Cross. He played violin for King Crimson in the 70s. Oh, really? Oh, not David Cross, King Crimson's violinist <laughs> then. I'm David Cross and I'm a plumber. <laughs> okay. I'm not actually lying. Sure. He says I'm not that's actually not lying true. either. But then he sends it from George Sharp from Bourne. So that, that's worked well. <laughs> no, I don't think that um, worked. <laughs> a bump, a, a bubble mm. and squeak. <laughs> Alexander goes round rodent hunting. Thank you for that, uh, Boog. Um, Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. Simon said, thanks, Andy. I've not listened to the birthday spread on the podcast yet. Well, you've got to be in quicker than fault. that. You've not got to be in quicker than that. David Cross from Arrested Development, says Jonathan. No, you're not David Cross from Arrested <laughs> Development, then. Keep I do coming. Like, this got me today on the front page of the Daily Mail. This is the front page. Will you mourn, brackets, or cheer the end of the floral Midi. Well, I'm, I'm fairly indifferent to it. Very really. indifferent to yeah, the whole yeah, thing, yeah. personally. We won't have a minute. Do you have a minute silence for the floral midi? We should. Fantastic. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You've been telling us today uh, when you never tried a sport again, Andy smashed up a really good racket in a fit of peak and decided that tennis wasn't for him. Mm. Uh, you've been telling us some of your stories. About 25 years ago. Yeah, well, there we are. I once. Uh, I was once playing round the clock on a dartboard with a mate. Uh, he got to 20, then hit 25 and ball, and I still hadn't hit one <laughs> after at least 50 throws. <laughs> yeah, Bent the tip and have never played since, says uh, Craig. <laughs> there was another one which involved squash. Where's it gone? If only I can find it. Uh, yeah, well, here we go. Mm. It was uh, Daffod who said, uh, I played squash on holiday once against my dad's best mate. I was more of a tennis player, so I had a bit of a follow-through. Long story short, he came round the side of me and I split both his lip and knocked his tooth out. Oh, no. Blood on all four walls. Oh, Never God. played squash again. Says Daffod. Thank you very much for that. Um, and why do you follow teams? We heard from uh, the Spanish football fan from Northern Spain who, who started following Derby because uh, he liked the badge when he played on FIFA. Uh, I started to follow Harrogate Town about 15 years ago, says one of the listeners, when we got stuck in traffic outside their ground. And for some reason, I've looked out for them ever since. <laughs> so do keep those coming. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH and Jan. random one from Ian. A mate of mine once went out with a girl from Elgin. Uh, I've never met her. I've only seen him twice in about 20 years. But for some reason, still... Look out for Elgin City's results. <laughs> That's after right. Everton. That is good. Ian, very good. So some of the uh, uh, weird and wonderful ways. Uh, Andy said earlier on rather facetiously when uh, he told me of a message from David Cross to the Moose for his birthday. I said, what, David Cross, the old West Ham and Norwich striker? And Andy said, oh, no, David Cross, the plumber. <laughs> so I thought it's not that unusual a name. <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, Richard says, I work with David Cross in the curtains and blinds making factory. <laughs> Fine, okay. He's also a qualified butcher. <laughs> oh, yeah, so David Cross, not the curtains and blind maker <laughs> slash butcher then. That's a strange double career, isn't yeah, it, really? Yeah, just, I, I mean, I, I, what these cuttings like? I don't know. <laughs> a bit of a rough edge on these curtains. <laughs> he was hacking up a leg of lamb. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, the time once again here on Talk Sport to look at a week of sport on TV uh, in the company of the King of Overnights here on Talk Sport. It is indeed squad number nine. Martin Kellner, good yes. afternoon, Martin. How bless are you? Bless you, bless you. I'm yeah. fine, absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, there's a programme on at the moment on BT that I'm sure you'll be looking at for next week. It's the 
the seniors darts, the <laughs> masters fun. darts, Keith Deller and Wolfie and oh, brilliant. Uh, Phil the Power, um, Bobby George, they're all there. Helen yeah. Chamberlain and Ray Stubbs presenting, wow. so I think you'll enjoy that. So they've got all those people back from Madame Tussauds. That's <laughs> at the Circus Tavern. At the Circus Brilliant, brilliant. That's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. excellent. But that's, that's for next week. That's for next week. I've been watching the, uh, the Six Nations. I, th- I watched it both on Sky and on the BBC. The BBC had Wales, Ireland, Sky had the brilliant match to England and oh, Scotland. What a match, yeah. yeah. Um, but there was a bit uh, at the start of the BBC show. There was a beautiful tribute to Eddie Butler, hmm. who was you know who was fantastic and yeah. obviously met a lot to them there. Uh, and Jonathan Davis, um, because he started his sort of co-commentating career, if you like, uh, with uh, Eddie Butler on the uh, on the Rugby Union. Um, he gave his own tribute, and he did a lovely line. He said that uh, when he start, when he first started, he wasn't sure when to because you you know you come from radio and go to TV. You know, mm. it's like you never know when to shut up, when to talk, when not to talk. Yeah. And he said uh, Eddie Butler used to put his hand over his mouth, hand over Jonathan Davis's mouth, and say, "Shut up, let the pitchers do the talking." <laughs> and I thought to myself, if only there were other com- <laughs> there were other people in the commentary box. Doing that very same thing. Put them. So all got Motti used, used to grab the mic. Off he grabbed Jimmy. the mic out of Jimmy's yeah. Jimmy's hand because he knew once Jimmy would got hold of the mic, he was never going to get it back again right. for the rest of the game. Yeah, but of course so these days just, you, you know, both got the mic. Yeah, I mean it's changed, yeah. isn't it? The art of the co-commentator is very different. Yeah, yeah. and Will Greenwood on uh, Sky. It's, it's actually become a, a sort of pet hate of mine. He was talking about about the changes that uh, Steve Borthwick's made yeah. and saying you know needs more time, needs more work. But we are where we are. And everybody, or every team that's <laughs> at the bottom of the table, it is what it is. We are. Yes, we yeah. know we are yeah. where we are. <laughs> you know, it's um, it's one of my pet hates alongside uh, it's a people thing. Oh, okay. one of those, uh, it's what we do. You know, right. you yeah, see all, an advert for the right. cup. All it's it's what we do. Yeah, we know it's what you do. It's a shop. We've yeah. been in there and we know exactly how it works. We've yeah. been around for a number of years. <laughs> so uh, if people could stop saying we yeah, are well, where we are. Sure we'll get that out there, Martin. If you could. Uh, I've been watching the test again. We're on to uh, season two. Season this two, is following behind the scenes two. of the Australian cricket team. Yes, it is, but the, the, I'm not going to watch it unless it's Aussie doing badly. Are they actually winning? Oh, no, yeah, it's, oh, it's no, when they humiliated us, isn't it? Oh, no, three yeah, three oh, tests. It's, a, it's, a uh, I mean, it's building watch. up to that Boxing Day test, which it was, was good. Uh, though I mean, I watched it. You find yourself once you get, start buying into the personalities, oh, you yeah, gotta quite it. start liking well, them. I, I, so that's that's a time to stop watching it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot a lot of uh, stuff is the ba- you know the Boxing Day test huge yeah. occasion over there mm. a lot of it is the banter uh, built loads of banter changing room bants mostly about smudge and Marnus you know smudge oh, yeah, and Marnus yeah, yeah. he is Marnus. funny lad you're saying he's got yeah. a good, he's no, got he a good personality yeah um, Marnus as Alan would like to say <laughs> indeed yeah. so there's a lot of that stuff which is uh, which is good I found myself sort of looking at the screen and saying could you possibly be more Australian yeah you know, when you see <laughs> the you just turn it up to 11 Turn the yeah. Aussie up, they do. <laughs> the uh, but it's, you know, there's a thing about the future of Justin Langer, which was in all the papers yeah. over there. The so, intense man, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed that very much. Also, um, oh, yeah, 
Billy Sharp. Uh, yeah. Have you been yeah. taught? Anybody mentioned yeah, yeah, Billy Sharp? Yeah, it's been mentioned during the I week. He, he, he obviously he took against. He, he, something, he just took against. He didn't like the documentary. Yeah. Well, I think it, well, he was yeah, he was shouting, put that in your documentary as he went down the tunnel. Yeah, he, yeah. he thought they were talking a little bit too much about the prospect of playing Spurs yeah. when they had a, a game that That's really right. odds well, that, were against yeah. them to but win. It's all very William going oh. on about it. If, if uh, Mullins hadn't missed that penalty, Wrexham would have won that game. Yeah, yeah. quite possibly. I mean, so. you'd have thought, I, I mean, I just thought for the post-match interview, he might have sort of yeah. eased off a little bit. I know when I it's first... punching down, isn't it? I mean, despite yeah. the Hollywood aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, it's totally know, punching down. One team's top of the first, first division, the other team's in the, still in the it's national when you've won, won the though, championship, yeah. should I say. It, really. yeah. Sorry? Well, it's the only time you can do it when you've won. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's true. Did, yeah. They did win, but I just thought he'd look... At, when I first moved to uh, Sheffield, which is the first time I moved up to Yorkshire, um, we're going way back to the dark ages yeah. now, people said, oh... You've got to be careful how you take people in Yorkshire. Right. They can be a bit dour and a bit deadpan, but they right. don't mean it. You know, they're so you very, thought he was like... I thought that was... Good. You know, and I never found, I've always found the Yorkshire people the friendliest people in the world. Yeah. But I just thought it was reverting to the stereotype that people had in Yorkshire people. You know, yeah. oh, you're, they're miserable. They always look as though they've, uh, you know, they've lost mm. a tenner and found a... A tan tanner. Uh, do you want to explain to me what a tanner is? So I thought that was uh, it was graceless. I thought. I do yeah. know that um, peanuts used to be a tanner a bag. That's right. Tanner a bag. Yeah, just some of the things. Tanner a bag. Some of the things that yeah. you used to be able to get at football when a man would come round. Kids, yeah. this is true. If you're and you're sitting there with your, your smartphone filming the game, not really watching it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just be aware that a man used to wander among you with a massive sack full of peanuts. Yeah, didn't he? That's and right. he'd, he'd sell the them to you for a tanner a bag, two and a half p a bag. Is two and a half piece still yeah. exist? Anyway, move on. Uh, yeah, move on. Uh, <laughs> golf, golf is all you know. I've mentioned there's always cricket on. There is always constantly cricket on. Oh uh, yeah, really, that's you know, true. Yeah, well, they have got the Sky Cricket Channel. If they start yeah. putting darts on there, you, you know, you, well, you'd that's true. They've got, they've got a whole channel. We were watching an ancient women's game from back in the day just now, with David Warner looked about twelve years old. So they you you watch any cricket? Oh well, we don't. Well, BT have got yeah. India, Australia, and we're, yeah. we're doing the radio coverage. That's a brilliant series. Yes, yes it yeah. is. Anyway, sorry, Martin. Yeah, mm. and, well, and golf is the same. Obviously, they've got the Golf Channel. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there is no, normally a tournament going on somewhere in the world that, that's on the Sky Golf Channel. Yeah. But I was wondering the other day, what do they put on when there's no uh, tournament or when it's in between times yeah. and the, you know, the time difference is wrong? Uh, they put on Nick Doherty's Tea Time Tips. Oh, uh, yeah, Tea Time spelled... So have you seen that? <laughs> tea Time spelled like a golf tea. T-W, yeah. Like tea, that. tea Time I like Tips. That, I like that. That's great. And, you know, if you're not too involved in uh, lingo or countdown or uh, tipping points, yeah. um, it's sometimes, you know, because I'm a, a golf agnostic. Right. My brother plays golf. Like, he loves it. He's just absolutely, you know, sold on it. I'm not a huge golf fan. Right. Um, but whenever you, you see these shows and they advertise golf clubs that are going to correct your swing yeah. and correct your, your drive and all that sort of stuff all the time and correct your putting so you can get a sort of golf club to correct almost every fault that you've got yeah, and then true. you've got Nick Doherty <laughs> who tells you like they, mm. there's a, obviously uh, a screen there and it shows that he's got to hit it 145 yards that's yeah. where it's got to go and he's been hitting it 150 how do you get those five yards off your swing so you know off your drive or whatever it is so it can get there and he says you move your hands down the shaft 
just that little bit and he shows you where and when you see these things and it works for him he, he, you know it didn't go 150 mm. it went 145 that's a tea time you, tip and a half isn't it it is yeah and uh, when you see these things and then the adverts for the golf clubs that are going to correct everything else that's wrong with your game yeah. you think why isn't everybody why does my brother come home and say to, and I say how, do, how did you play we've just been talking um, about this yeah. earlier on with yeah. Andy's tennis so you think and you he, play a great shot and you think you've cracked it and then the, you never play a good one again for about two weeks yeah that's well it shouldn't be like that. If you sat at home, watched the Sky Golf Channel, instead of being a business executive, <laughs> you would you, you would know exactly what you need you to do to be the greatest player of golf of all time. No, I caught this programme on that channel, though. Chris Hollins, Johnson, the TV yeah. presenter, yeah. playing the great holes of Britain. It was really, actually, really was quite... But was it, were they real, was it was it a sort of um, a screen? Or what, no, 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 screen? no, 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 did go. spent the money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be much of a show if he's standing in front of a screen. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, he actually did go now, and play Martin, the holes. before we let you go, uh, our old friend Norman Giller, uh, venerable British uh, newspaper journalist turned author, uh, Norman was in and around the England squad throughout 66. He was the only yeah. journalist who got in the dressing mm. room and he was very close to a yeah, lot of the yeah, players yeah. who played. So uh, the sad news yesterday about the death of Burt Bacharach, one of the all-time oh, great musicians fantastic. and songwriters. Um, and Norman put out a tweet saying, the night England won the... This is so you, man. This is so this slot. Yeah. And the follow-up's even better. The night England won the World Cup, a very merry, he puts in inverted commas, Bobby Moore took uh, the microphone at London's Playboy Club. It's beautiful so far. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Love Accompanying it. him on the piano was one Burt Bacharach. <sighs> We wish iPhones were around then, two giants of their craft. He then adds, in something that does sound a bit like a Tommy Cockles routine... I'd just come from, I'd just come from Jeff Hurst's party at Danny LaRue's <laughs> where, where Scott, Ronnie Corbett, led the applause. I was on quotes duty for the Daily Express. What a gig. Ray Wilson stole the show with his Al Jolson songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very much, very much of its time. I different think. times, weren't different they? Different times. times. Very different times. Yeah. Um, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, we will, by the way, over, on overnight we'll pay tributes because we do a little mm. spot where we do obits and we will pay tribute to Burt Back. Yeah. Or as he's known all over Merseyside, bitch Bacharach. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's what he would have wanted, Mark. It's exactly what he would have wanted. Fantastic. <laughs> I, said to, uh, I, I said to my wife this morning, I said, uh, Bert Bacharach's died. And she said, Bert Bacharach, what's, what's he written? What were the songs that he wrote? I said, How what? are we going to be for hours? Yeah, I said, what song do you like? I said, do you like I Say a Little Prayer? He wrote that. Do you yeah. like Walk On By? Mm. He wrote that. Do you mm. like Trains and Boats and Planes? He wrote that. Yeah. Do you like The Look of Love? He wrote that. I mean, just yeah. a phenomenal Incredible. output. Yeah. Oh, phenomenal. Amazing. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Bless you. Massive sneeze there from Andy. You just missed. What a corker. Um, well, coming along. let's look at some of the non-sporting telly, but uh, with Mike Ward from the Stars, we always do. But Mike, of course, the big one this weekend, the mm. grudge match, isn't it? So, well, yeah. Palace Brighton. Yes, it is the big one. Absolutely. The M23 derby. Yeah. I never go. You don't what you don't like it, is it? Got a bit of a... I, I never go because uh, uh, no, I have been. It's always a draw, isn't it? It's like <laughs> it's always, apart from that, it's always a draw. Um, no, I just think it sometimes brings out the worst in people. Oh, and Brian um, will get a spawny winner in the ninety-third minute. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah, wow. Honestly, yeah, keep coming. you've got issues. Yeah, I mean, all <laughs> you'd have issues if you had to support Chelsea. Yeah, I said we've yeah. turned into Brighton from two years ago. It's marvellous. <laughs> yes. Well, well done, you. Yeah. Could be us budget. from ten us from ten years ago. Good luck with that. Yeah. That would be fun. Well, that might have start yeah. having <laughs> Nobu on their jackets uh, on their on their shirt. Should oh, I say? Start. Yeah. Um, anyway, we move on um, and let's have a look at season four of uh, well, it's season one of a show called Season Four. No, it's called You. Sorry, I do apologise. I, I thought, thought it was called Season was a show Four. Called as well. Season Four. <laughs> yeah. so, let's call it that. Let's call it you. So let's just make up a TV program and see if anyone notices. I've got to be honest. I haven't seen the first three. First three. Seasons. If it's you haven't quite... seen the first three, are you going to bother? There? That's the problem. Um, possibly. I mean, each story, each each season is self-contained, but it is one of those things where you kind of have to know. It's basically a serial killer. A guy called uh, an actual Pen Badgley, who I hadn't heard of before, to be honest, uh, plays an obsessive guy who basically gets fixated on a, a different woman in each series and kills anyone who gets in his way. In a very broad, sweeping sense. I think he's got through about nine. Uh, victims so far as we head into the fourth series. Uh, the interesting thing broadly is that the fourth series is set in London and all the others have been set elsewhere. Charlotte Rich is a massive fan of From Ghosts, Ghosts and Call the Midwife and, yeah. and, and various oh, other things. Siblings and all sorts she of plays things. a very different character in this one. And Tilly Keeper, Keeper, who was Phil Mitchell's daughter in EastEnders, namely Lee Hickman, who was in Ackley Bridge, the uh, uh, Channel 4 drama. So they're familiar faces because obviously it's set here. Mm. And, and he and um, uh, he plays a university professor. And I was looking, and it's where actually I went to university. So oh. I, I recognise the grounds. Oh, you recognise oh. the grounds. Okay. Fantastic. You get some your graffiti on the well, wall. Nicely there. dropped in there that you've got a degree. <clears throat> well, it was, it was only just scraped. Did you see Glenn Murray's God <laughs> written on the wall somewhere in the background? <laughs> Yeah, Glenn Murray was only about 25 <laughs> when I was there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's you, season four on yep. Netflix in London. Yep. Uh, then tomorrow night, um, the Brit Awards, 8.30 ITV. This is not normally Saturday night fair. It's no. Like it's tucked away on a Wednesday, it's, wasn't it? It's normally a Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and... Uh, I mean, there was a time when I, w I would watch the Brit Awards mm. religiously. You know, I think probably, mm. you know, we're talking sort of 
Chumbawamba and throwing buckets of water over. Was it? Yeah. John Prescott. I think I'm, yeah, I'm getting two stories. I'm yeah, mixing up, mixing up my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or is it throwing an egg at him? Or, was, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> something happened. Something, yeah. something happened that was terrible. Years. Then yeah. Michael Jackson came on and Jarvis Cocker came. No, anyway, um, yeah. I don't care. It's basically what I'm really trying to say. But it's uh, for those who care, Mo Gilligan presents it. It's at the O2 Arena. Um, and among the people performing mm. that I've heard of is Harry Styles. Anyway, so there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Harry Styles full stop. Yeah, okay. no, there are a few others. I'm, yeah, no, I'm joking. I do. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, there's Stormzy, Sam Smith, and yeah. uh, Wet Leg. Um, <laughs> wet Leg. Okay. Wet Lewis, Leg. No, they, they are really good. They're from the Isle of Wight. Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, uh, and Cat Burns, which I suffered this in the middle of the night actually when she yeah, jumped to my face. Yeah, you know when the old Cat Burns. They start very on So Sunday night. So that's eight thirty tomorrow. Sunday night, the gold. Yeah, a new drama series. About the Brinks man, it has, and it, it isn't. It isn't going to live up to it. I mean, I've watched. I have to be honest. I've only just dipped into this. I'm not really allowed to watch it yet because my wife gets annoyed that I watch all these Sunday night dramas so that I can come on and talk about them or write about them. And mm. then we get to Sunday night, and she said, "Oh, let's watch that." And I said, "Well, we watched all six episodes. Oh, perfect no. nice. so it kind of, you know, a bit." Have you seen all of it? Uh, no, no, just a little no. bit. It's it's a little bit slow. It, it, it's 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 basically about the Brinks uh, Brinks Brinks Matt Gold Robbery, mm. 1983. So it takes us about 40 years. Tells the story of this raid on this uh, uh, the security depot near Heathrow, where the raiders got away with 26 million pounds worth of gold, having expected to nick about a million quid's worth of foreign currency. So they didn't come away with what they expected. It was a bit like the ultimate game show prize. Um, and so you get the story from two points of view, from the police's point of view, with Hugh Bonneville in charge and from the coppers point from the uh, thieves point of view as well uh it's quite yellow as well i've noticed they've got done that effect on it so it looks like you know you dig out your old photos from from the 80s and they've all gone that strange color mm. it, it's, it's like it's yeah, filmed did, that way did the whole Tom thing. davis do a thing like this where they they it was another one of the gold. other heists, wasn't it? Yeah, there seemed to be a few. When I first saw about this, I thought, oh, was that the one <clears> that's yeah. got so-and-so in it? And then you mm. realise there's, there's three or four heist-type things that have been mm. knocking around oh, for a while. We all like a heist. We all like a good heist. Um, yeah, BBC One, Nine O'Clock, The Gold, Episode One. Um, yep. Channel Four, uh, Dinosaur with Stephen yeah. Fry. Um, Channel I mean, Five, actually. I put oh, that sorry, on the No, it's me. It's they've, me, my notes. They've spent a few quid on They've spent a few quid on this. Yeah. A, getting him at Channel Five. But also, on CGI, but it's, it's hard. I mean, basically, it's him being transported back 155 yes. million years. But after Jurassic Park and the amount they they can spend on CGI, I'm guessing their budget is a mm. touch bigger than Channel Five. So, yeah. is it kind of chonky cardboard dinosaurs? It's not quite. No, no. It's, it's but it's but, <laughs> but you're not going to be you're not going to be shouting, Stephen. There's a dinosaur behind you in, 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 in any great sort of sense of panic. Yeah. I think that, that that's the uh, issue. Also, I just I just look at thinking. When you got Stephen Fry in to present something, then you put it at seven o'clock on a Sunday night. It yeah. seems so, to be yeah. a bit an, an, an odd bit of scheduling. There. I mean, I know elbow out Jane McDonald later in the evening, though. Can no. on a late no. holiday? Can we just briefly mention something on Monday? I don't know. No, no, don't normally do yes, weekdays, but there's a thing called Better starting mm. on Monday night at nine o'clock, which I've, I've just I have been watching and uh, really enjoy. It's it's a, it's a sort of corruption, police corruption uh, drama. Okay. Um, uh, but the copper in, in charge, uh, a copper in, in the centre of it all, is a woman who's basically spilt her entire career on having a, a very uh, you know, corrupt relationship with the local drugs baron. Right. Um, and what channel is it on? Mike? This is sorry, this is nine o'clock BBC One. So okay. it's a big, big new thing. Big and uh, Leila Farzad plays this copper. She's called Lou Slack, and um, Andrew Buckham plays the drugs baron. Uh, who's a sort of charming local businessman on the surface, but an evil piece of work underneath. She 
she's based her entire career mm. on basically getting tip-offs from him and he's, he, you scratch my back, etc. But she dares to stand up to him when things go awry. And it's so good, it's, Mike, yeah? Yeah, I enjoy it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are, that was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again on Monday. Don't forget the Clips of the Week podcast is also available from wherever you got uh, this one. On Monday, of course, Danny Kelly looks yeah, back look on the Premier League it, weekend. Yeah. Andy Brassel takes us around Europe all the Monday regulars with you from one. Do hope you can join us. If not, the podcast will be available as always around four o'clock. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.